Welcome to Color Theory, a show with two sisters with two different colored theme names. Talk about their favorite stories with the past, present, and future. I'm your host, Tegan J, who's finally sick enough to actually affect her voice. So if I sound like shit, sorry. I'm Jodie Teal and I'm I'm fine. She's got a perfectly nice voice, but mine's fucked. So, um, it's gonna fluctuate. So, we're talking about Lost in Space, because we watched the second season and Jodie wanted to talk about it. I did, because I watched it like a second time. So. Mm, and we're going out with a bang. For now. A big bang. A big bang. Actually, a big lost bang. <laughs> Get <Bing>. it? <laughs> oh, I need she to is know. hilarious. I'm very sick. Um... Lost in Space, season two, went diggity down. Kind of a lot went down, to be honest, in ten episodes. They kind of, like, jam-packed it with a lot of stuff. Um, They kind of were stranded on their own. They focused on all the family-oriented stuff, which was cool. There was a lot. You learned a lot about the family and their dynamic um, this season. They were stuck together for seven months, along with Dr. Smith and Dawn on some random planet. Um... And learn about kind of like the galaxy they're in as well, or whatever solar system they're in um, presently that has the robots as inhabitants. So you kind of learn a bit more about the robots and how they work as well, um, because there's more than just one robot now. Um, uh, You don't really know much more about how Will and his robot are connected and stuff. you the the family's like stuck on the stranded island and they kind of eventually are pushed to leaving it um john kind of wants to stay but um is it dr smith is the one that kind of because well, dr smith the, um can... maureen wants to go yeah um i must have had a conversation with john he's like no maureen we can't no yeah. just no Too dangerous. and then dr smith um though she is pretending to well, they think she's, she's like incarcerated but um, she's just wondering about the shit all the time and she kind of do you know what We'll talk about Dr. Smith more in a minute. She is she is a character. Like, those minutes, I'm like, I fucking hate you, bitch. And then you're like, oh, okay, she's actually having a redeeming moment. And then you're like, oh, wait, no. Do really she's actually still a bitch that. again. She's really, really good. Um, She's not purely evil, but in this scene, she kind of does something what Maureen wanted to do. She sabotages them. As they're on this, like, planet, they can't breathe the air or anything like that. Um, she puts a hole in like their greenhouse tent thing that they've got built up and it mm. just destroys all the crops. Whatever's in the air is poisonous and whatever and stuff like that. So um, she does that. Kind of lets Maureen know that's kind of what she did because she wasn't wink, wink, ever really wink, wink, uh, wink, locked up. Mm. So we had that for a bit and then John decides, okay, it's time to go. So then like the big battle is, they're like, oh, how do we get off this planet? And Maureen's like, well, we got to go to the big lightning spot that hits the same spot all the time. Mm. Which, fun fact, really random fun fact, not part of the facts of the show, Mm-mm. but the lightning um, thing that happens in the TV show, there's actually a spot on Earth. Yeah, wasn't that- it the Philippines? It might not be the Philippines, but it's in some tropical area that... um there's a certain area that just gets shot by lightning like either every day for I think six months or nine months or something like that and it's, it sounds nuts um, but either way you learn later on though that these are induced lightning strikes by these giant poles that are installed in the fucking water place I don't even know like they're just they're just there in a really like in, in the middle of this ocean so it's not it doesn't see it's not natural is what is occurring it's been it's been premeditated 
and it's intentional, so you don't know what it's about, and obviously it's going to lead to the robots. It's connected to the robots somehow. There's symbols there. They take photos of it. They eventually get off the planet, um, and they get back to the Resolute. Um, but the Resolute is completely abandoned. Um, so it's like, what the fuck? Why is it abandoned? Blah, blah, blah. You assume it's just... Um, I think they're all, like, split up and trying to find people, um, and Judy finds a young girl named Sam. Venezuela. Sorry, T, I'm just cut you in there. That's the spot where it hits all the time. Fun fact, Venezuela has a lot of lightning throughout the year. It um, flashes 28 times a minute. I'm just saying, guys, it's a fun fact. crazy. It is, and I just wanted to share that, and sorry about that. It's 260 days a year. Yeah. A lot. Go Venezuela. But they're all they okay. Ex- but they've studied it's the exact same spot it mm. hits. They can't figure out why. Sorry, um, Tig, I just took you out of your I know, story. But like but I said, it's not relevant to the show because the lightning was premeditated yeah, anyway. Yeah, but um, it was kind of it's just it was just kind of cool that they used to reference kind of what happens on Earth. Yes. Yeah. Anyway, sorry, Tig, go about you think. Um, so, yeah, so they're on the Resolute. They meet this girl named Sam. She's hiding from quote-unquote a monster. It's definitely one of the bad aliens. The one that fought um, but fun fact about Sam, which was a good connection. Like you think Sam's like this really random chick on the ship. Sam actually had her dad die in season one yeah, by the famous Doctor Smith. Smith. She While kills him because on. he was having an affair with Doctor Smith's sister, which is how she got. I know it's really fucked. It just gets really fucked up that storyline. And Doctor Smith cold heartedly just sucks him out in space and she's gotta look at that little girl and think i've killed your dad Maybe and i've gotta look at kind you of fucks with her yeah, though it bothers her she can't actually interact with sam it's quite interesting that's the one thing that truly bothers her so yeah so at the minute they're really unsure why everybody's evacuated the ship but no one's been there for obviously seven months and as they're walking around um judy and sam come across that there is actually a robot like the robot on the ship but it's but not the one that fought the original robot it's no. some other one and they're like oh fuck what's this about so obviously there's a lot of gallivanting around everyone's screaming they're like oh my god there's like a random horse that shows up in the scene mm. and everyone has like a bonding moment and then the horse kind of like i was convinced the horse was gonna die it doesn't die guys it's horse fine. Is fine um and then the robot's like coming to come get them and then everybody saves the day and blah but then the team from the ship that had been evacuated come mm. back. Up. Well, they get like a notification that Saying, someone's boarded the okay. reservoir. So there, there is they've habitated another planet that's mm-hmm. nearby now, and they're kind of getting like water or whatever from it or something. But um, then they discovered though this bit bothers there, me. There's like whole little there's little tidbits like this is all like minute stuff. I kind of just want to talk about the big stuff. Like, they go to the planet. There's problems in the planet. Blah blah blah. There's a nice Judy and Dad episode. Oh, such a good episode. You learn there's a bit. Raptors. Yeah, like Will goes to find the robot. Spoiler alert: Will finds the robot. You find Actually, out. Actually, doesn't he find a different robot? It's not the robot. No, there's like I don't want to go into every itty right. bit bit I'm about up. this. Because it's better just to watch the goddamn show. There's another, the other robot that was running around the Resolute was named Scarecrow, who, like, this dude, Adler, found on Earth that was, like, half-melted, where they found this engine that gets them to Alpha Centauri. Um, Adler has this, like, relationship with Scarecrow, similar to what Will has, but Adler's kind of found a way to manipulate Scarecrow in a very mean way with, like, waves like the, the things you use for like cat scans or whatever or something either way some like waves that crush metal whatever that's called that they use in hospitals um and it seems like it obviously hurts scarecrow 
you don't you don't really figure out so like obviously Adler kind of becomes envious of what Will has with his robot and, and well Adler sort of says in a way that what Will has with his robot is what he used to have with Scarecrow and then for whatever reason he then kind of it's, it's really weird Adler then seems to think causing Scarecrow pain and torturing him would get the constant results so what he was trying to, and then Scarecrow yeah, turned on Adler. Basically, Scarecrow's so, being used to travel them back and forth yeah. to Enforce and Tori. Which is why they're doing this whole thing. And what he was trying to say to Will is what you're currently experiencing will change later on. But I think he later discovers or Adler kind of finds that Will actually has a bit more of a connection to these robots yeah. than he's letting on. Adler sees we'll the robots. understand robot. them better. Adler still, even at the beginning, saw the robots as robots without feelings and yeah. not being able to feel pain or whatever. And what Will was trying to explain to him, you actually is, don't yeah, understand, yeah. is they're actually feeling something. Yeah, there's something going on And you don't realise it. Um, which is maybe why he didn't quite have the greatest experience with Scarecrow. Anyway, as that's going on, Scarecrow and Adler and Will go back. Well, they kidnap Robot to work this machine to get them to this other colony. They're yeah. going to leave all the other colonists behind on this planet that they're working on without telling anybody and just like fuck off. So there's like this whole thing going on. And Adler and Will go down to the other planet with Scarecrow, who is who is on the verge of dying. Robot's like, please, yeah. can you? Pretty much in Robot's language, is like, please will, help my friend. Yeah, Robot learned the word no. That was great. This is a great moment. He's and like, Will's like, oh well. No, we're not doing this. And they're like, um. Sorry. <laughs> well, what's interesting with Robot... He's developed a personality. Of, he's, he's not a toddler anymore like he was in the first yeah, one. Yeah, it's honestly like Will's been the parent at the first yeah. season and then he's like grown up a little bit prior yeah. to that being in a bit of his teens and he has a bit of opinion. He's not evil, but he'll have his own judgment call. Yeah. So when Will says, oh, can you help us do this? He's like, no, this is more like a top priority This is more for important right now. for me. Yeah. Um, so so yeah. it's interesting and things like that. He's learning to care. There's like a scene, I'm taking to miss this bit out, but like there's a horse that dies. Yeah. Um, and he like is mourning for it because it was his friend, as he yeah, quote unquote for like says. Five seconds. Which Scarecrow becomes the same thing. So yeah. when Will and Adler go down to the planet, they put Scarecrow in because it seems to be wherever they go with these robots, they built this device where this lightning seems to hit in the same spot mm-hmm. over and over again. Why we don't know why they're doing that, but they seem to have done that on numerous yeah, places. It seems to be their power or something like that. They put Scarecrow there. And Adler's like, I'm going to be with him and whatever. And Adler dies getting zapped with the Mm. lightning. And you don't see Scarecrow. Then Will's watching. And the next thing Will sees is a load of red light robot eyes. And he's like, oh, fuck, wait. (laughs) This is actually a a serious problem. Meanwhile, back up at the ranch, you got like Judy and Penny and the parents are all trying to figure out how to not send their ship off and away from leaving the colonists down onto the planet and stuff like that so you got yeah. that all going on as well and then they're waiting for will to show up because will's still not there yeah and then you have like this asshole guy named hastings that's running this whole operation and wants to leave everyone behind and do this and that and he's kind of constantly just fucking up and kind of kind of wants to try and force the robot out um before even will gets there but the robot's like constantly saying like will robinson no Which and while he's being tortured by the fucking guy. Yeah, which apparently he's not been supposed to be able to remember him, so the robot obviously yeah, has some so, willpower. Well, yeah, or, he's stronger than yeah. or whatever. Some, well, Scarecrow was half of himself, so he was very weak compared. He wasn't, like, what he was supposed to be, so yeah. his like, robot was, like, fully formed, so obviously they don't know the full capabilities of these aliens so, and these robots. Will gets onto the ship. Then they discovered all oh, the other aliens are now coming, or robots are coming to the ship. And they're all after this one device that was originally on the Robinson's Jupiter ship, 
which is now still on the Jupiter ship. No, it was the Resolute. It's on the Resolute. Long, long, long. Then they're like, oh, well, the robots are coming, so now they have to leave. So they it's have the, this, yeah, the engine. Yeah. So now they have the whole big dilemma of what we're going to do. So then Judy kind of says, well, we're going to have to send some people to this destination to get away yeah. from these robots. And some of us, unfortunately, are going to left behind. They can't. They can't save everybody. Yeah, because so, they can't move the whole Resolute because they don't have enough power because they're trying to stop all the robots from moving because they've infested the um, ship ship in the process because they didn't have time to run away from them. Um, so Judy comes up with a suggestion that all the kids go, which obviously is a big step, for, especially for the Robinsons because they've been such a big family unit that now... Technically, Judy says it's Penny and Will that has to go, yeah. but then there's like a little twist. Judy's like, I'm an adult, I'm Which 19. Which she is, she's and technically like, 19. Yeah, but she's still a kid. Yeah. She hasn't lived on her own, she hasn't like done anything, like, you know, she's still dependent on her fer- parents quite a bit. So, yeah, so yeah, Judy has to be, the, the basically, Judy doesn't want to go, because she wants to be like a sacrificial with all the adults, and has done the math. Either way, she's made captain of this ship, though, in the end, because... Papa makes a good like statement of being like the only two people I trust with my kids is your mom and you. And, and she's like, like a damn, dad. Oh, also, why do you be like that? I would like to point out some foreshadowing during the scene as they're all prepping. Um, Judy has some wink, wink nudges in references to yeah. her biological father. Yeah, you know. Now who she I didn't is. click this, and we won't spoil a bit. We'll talk about this later, a little bit later on. But there is a reason. I really like the cinematography of it all. That there's a reason why that was there, and why that father and daughter episode about Judy and her yeah. non-biological dad was so emphasized so much yeah, i think was, was really, really really good because earlier in the season there's like a very like dedicated episode to them two kind of bonding and then her kind of proving how much she cares for him and the same towards him like he sees her as a daughter and stuff yeah. like it's not just like just because he's not biologically related doesn't mean he's she's not his daughter at all and you kind of see backflashes to when she was younger and how he's treated her back then like he's always been her dad yeah um so it's been it was very sweet to see so it's yeah there was foreshadowing that grant kelly whatever the fuck he died on the fortuna on some space trip years ago years ago blah 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 and then we'll get to that part in a minute um but it's important because they mentioned it it twice um and so yeah so they're going off the parents are behind and so the way it ends is like yeah the kids fucking go they go through the portal they don't go to alpha centauri the parents are behind with all scarecrow helps out scarecrow has a moment of helping out when all the robots are free again and they're running towards it and will tries to connect with them and it doesn't work out but scarecrow's like i remember you and he's like will's like fuck yeah it's interesting with the robots because it's happened with the robot that there's helping them and then the scarecrow as well and the scarecrow remembers the moment will helped him save a life and he's been tortured a lot but he's like wait this guy helped me and then actually attacks his own fellow brother so it makes you kind of wonder what's going on is what have the robots been taught and then it's like they're all toddlers they're just all taught to viciously attack you and kill you whatever programming they've been given and then once they've kind of learned oh i can actually do something nice they're a bit but also why the fuck do they need this engine like this is all one big giant question yeah because they all were like chilling on this solar system as well because they're all they're there were four planets in the solar system and all of them had robots on it, apparently. Because when when it, it didn't work out, they all they all were flashing red lights either way. So there's robots all over the place. But we don't know so why. what the fuck does that mean? Um, so, uh, so it makes you think maybe Scarecrow took them to that... S- we'll go into the theory sections in a second, anyway. Um, so yeah, it ends with them into a different... Not in Alpha and Centauri, but in... Uh, 
where the abandoned Fortuna is. They find the ship yeah. that but fucking Judy's dad is on. The robot says he's been receiving a. He's the yeah. He got like, yeah. They go to the like the nearest signal or whatever, yeah. and that's how they get to Alpha Centauri. And robots like this is a signal, and they're like, no, this isn't the right one. And he's like, well, there's a signal here, and they're like, what the fuck do you mean? So someone's alive on the Fortuna, and it's definitely gonna be Judy's and it's dad. Been- They've been there for 19... Like, Judy lost her dad yeah. very young. We're talking yeah. toddler. So, and Judy's 19. So they've been there on this ship 10 years mm-hmm. plus in space. Which is interesting because they're near an exploded planet. Yeah. So it makes you wonder how long that What's planet's been exploded. The planet's or... exploded. It's all one big mystery. And like I said, the f- all the parents are left behind with all the robots. But now the robots, are they going to be vicious now? Because the thing's gone, like, who knows? Where it's... Mm, Mysteries. So let's have a moment and then um go into our theory section. Hi, this is post recording. So again, coming at you live at eleven forty one p.m. Um, I made the decision. We're going on a hiatus. So this is it for a while. So enjoy it while you fucking can, cause it's gonna be over soon. Um, I'm. I just. I'm. I've just gotten to a point where I've like we've done so many episodes and it's. Um, I do like the content we make, but I just don't like the production of the show, you know what I mean? Like, I just, I know it can be better, so I'm gonna improve on it, and I'm determined to do it. And I won't come back until it's better, and everything's set up the way I want it to be, and I'm happy and I'm proud. So that's what I'm going to do. I'm not saying I'm not proud of what the work we've done, and I'm very grateful for everyone that's enjoyed this show in the state it's been in. Because it's not in its top form, and I'm really, I just hope that you're willing to wait and um we'll see you when we're back uh, i'll make a full-on announcement two weeks after this episode so we'll still kind of stay on schedule and when i plan on coming back i'll make an announcement two weeks before to kind of get you all ready to go and i'll upload that everywhere and it will be on every hopefully everywhere so you'll all kind of stay in the loop the best i can because i know a lot of people don't give a shit about my twitter so that's fine do what you got to do um maybe i'll make the patreon more of a thing and maybe put more announcements there as well so we'll do that now and i 2020 is the year of improvement for me it's the year of the rat and i'm gonna fucking seize it till the day i die so that's my spiel we'll leave it at that um thank you very much for listening we'll and we'll love you always um back to the show bye all right anyway um we're back woo we had some sad news for post recording to Egan just gave whoops sorry everyone anyway back to our theories um fuck's sake i had like eight billion right there and i just lost them all um so yeah judy's dad kind of is the big thing what the fuck is he about why is he still there? Why is no one picked up that signal? Were they ignored? Did he not try? Did it like what happened? What's what's up with Judy's dad? He's gonna be probably either crazy at this point then, if he's left on his own on the Fortuna, or he's gonna be a dick. Um, that's my f- prediction. He's gonna turn into like some asshole or whatever. So it'll be interesting to see what happens there. Um, um, I think they might focus on this. Isn't the first the things you forget. This isn't the first trip they've taken to this colony. And for this particular... It's like the 24th. Mm-hmm. So it's like they've been doing it over 10, 20 times. And this particular one really got fucked at like badly yeah, they're, fucked they're up. they're a year behind schedule. So it makes you wonder what they've changed or what people have been doing to cause that kind of... I feel mm. like they might emphasise that a little bit more because mm. the colonists on the other planet are going to have tools and stuff. So they're going to want to know what the fuck's going on. 
people on earth if they've not received any communication or not got the ship come back are gonna want to know what the fuck's going on because the ship gets demolished yeah like it gets destroyed yeah. so it makes you wonder did they always prepare for that will they send another ship out but well, if this is the only one they, that's they ha- don't have another so what are they gonna do they're just gonna think oh there's just no ship out. it's just yeah. it's things like that it makes yeah, you yeah it's I don't gonna know. be I feel like they're gonna there's some the whole inter background stuff that's going on um I feel like in the next season, if we if they do get it doing next season, it'll flip flop between the kids in their demo, yeah. in their universe, and then the parents dealing with the robot problem. Yeah. It's gonna flip flop between those, like probably either per episode or like throughout the episodes. And it'll be interesting to do. I'm con- I'm mainly concerned about all the parents. Like how it'll be interesting to see how the robots react then when the thing is gone. Because it only seems like they're pretty pissed off when it's in their proximity. So it's not going to be in their proximity anymore. So will they just go dormant? Will they just go all go back to their, to their little planets and like not bother with the parents? Like it'll be interesting. I think the parents will have to land up. I think the parents will land on a planet. Yeah. And start to colonize. There'll be something like that going on. As for the kids, I don't know because they're not near anything. They've got this like they're fine. Yeah. So, so they've may- got this. So they might probably take the, the people on the Fortuna onto their ship and then go to Alpha Centauri. But the robots seem to always seem to be able to find this device so it makes you wonder will the parents also I mean what I don't get is, is the robots must have another device this can't be the only thing that they have like I don't know what so if they made one they should be able to make yeah another. it's all like it's so things like that they're gonna like, have to learn more about this alien I think species at one point with the parents they'll focus on the on the robot aspect and what they're about because I think you kind of dabble on it a little bit but not a lot and especially with Maureen You'll be kind of having that bit. Yeah, because she's and getting interested then in the it. Kids, so, I think, yeah. will be having this, like... So, Maureen will probably tend to spend time and study the planets mm-hmm. now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because they're it's all... kind of her thing. There's different planets, um, but they all have different symbols. And we figured out that Scarecrow came from the dry planet that we've seen in this season. Mm-hmm. And then um, the water planet they were on in the first episode of season two was where Will's robot came from, because it had the same symbols on its arm. So they all come from certain planets, and they're identifiable through it. And you can tell because the Will's robot's kind of a bit more blue, and Scarecrow's, like, a bit more red-tinted and copper. So it's, like, kind of... They all have their own distinct looks, you know? Like, it's not just, like, they're not all cookie-cutter. suit the habitat. Yeah. So it'll be interesting. So it'll be interesting to see what Maureen kind of decides to figure out from all of that. You're defo right about that. I definitely th- I don't yeah. know, just, it's something I think she'll dabble in I, it'd be something yeah. I'd be interested well, in she had, well, well so. she's got time on her hands now it's not like she's going anywhere so I think they'll probably dedicate their um, time to that maybe the kids might understand a bit more but I think they'll travel to more than just a couple of universes mm. I think they'll actually get back to the colonies without the adults and I think there'll be an issue with yeah. that going on there the, the kids can't go back out to go find the parents yeah. and shit like that some asshole's Judy- gonna be like um, we'll be the rescue team and Judy's like um Fuck off. Well, it's not... The it's thing is, this is what's beautiful about Judy. Um, Judy, obviously, in this episode, she's... Well, in the first season, she was a big medical person. Like, she was an intern, but she had to take a medical training straight in. In season two, when they finally find back to the Resolute, Judy's like, oh, okay, let's try to kick in, yeah, let's do some stuff. I've done like, all oh, no, this. You're under my thing now. Yeah, you're just, you're, you're just you're an still a stupid again. kid again. You're just a stupid kid again. And what frustrates Judy, she's already had to deal with to be quite honest yeah, she's already been like issues. A, yeah a doctor for a colony yeah. on her own you know um and she kind of proves her worth in that and no aspect. one seems to respect that at no, all no it's I mean, it's, it's just like about everything. her education and her age and it's and, uh, and it's, judy's listen judy ran through raptors Ju- with yeah, medical judy, gear. judy ran for her dad with a lot of medical stuff in her backpack and she got there god bless with her. raptors i'm just saying guys she outran raptors space raptors 
So, Judy's hard fucking core, so I don't think she'll take any more shit, Jody. Dr. Smith Dr. is Smith. definitely on the kid's ship. Yeah. Now, everyone's mm. like, oh, how'd she get yeah. there? I'll tell you, there was a scene with Maureen in the end. that makes more. Now, Maureen will think she's like a hero. Yeah. Dr. Smith goes in and she kind of has like this moment with the robot before and you never really know if they devise a plan or not but she wants to obviously save her skin and, and also the, the robot has like some weird way of commuting with, communicating with Dr. Smith without actually telling her anything. Yeah, it's weird. It's really weird. It kind of just like makes a face and she's like, oh, I get it and then goes away. So she does have some bond with it. With it, yeah. We weirdly enough. What, yeah. Or there's just something going on that they get it. But what ends up happening is she goes in because the robots are going to cut this cable and she's like, I'll save the day. Yeah, all of a sudden. Yeah, randomly. This is like the last thing yeah. Dr. Smith will ever do. And then the next thing do. you see is her space chute gets cut. She looks up a box and then she sees, uh, Maureen sees the space suit go outside. Mm-hmm, but you only see the helmet. Smith. You don't see the body. Yeah, go outside to space, should I say. Sorry, there's like mm-hmm. a, a door that's been opened and everything's yeah, been and everyone's out. Yeah, and everyone's been pooped and out. And you don't know where she goes until, funnily enough, the kid's ship where you see the same box that's on there. Oh. And Robot. So I think she's on that oh, ship. She's wow. definitely there. She's so with the kids. Fuck's sake. Dr. So Smith. So it'll be interesting to see what that So she's, she's just... She's, yeah, she's going to pretend to be in charge. Mm-hmm. And everyone's going to take her more seriously than Judy. Or oh, Judy's going to be pissed. Yeah. Judy's going to be livid. And she'll be like, I'm in charge of these kids. Dr. They Smith. They put me in charge. Because um, I'm a site therapist. It's probably... My, I have to say this. She's and I like a lot of characters. problematic character. But I think she's my favourite character. Just because I think she's so well written. Yeah. She... They've got the concept of manipulation in her character really well. Yeah, she is defo. the definition of what a manipulative person would be. It's all for her own selfish gain and what but she they also in the season they show her using her manipulation for good she's been able to manipulate a man yeah. into this like box to like save his life so she does she knows what she's doing yeah she's not i don't know there's something about her like you dislike her but i have to admit there are moments where i've liked her. like john she helped she got john arrested in order to get in the good books with the people higher up yeah so john got arrested and everyone made it seem like she was laying him in yeah. and then she's like this is great now now I can spy for you and he says yeah you can and it's just you're like this but then is in crazy. the end when they're torturing the robot she kind of really doesn't do anything to stop it we even know she's right next to him yeah. she's like stop so you're hurting him she's like like she does care but she doesn't enough care enough to do anything no, she's, and I think um, she's getting to that maybe that stage who yeah. knows she's she's toying between two she's not somebody she's not someone I trust so no. it's, she's a good character though you, I yeah. really really like you her you always sit in the background every time and be like what's her motivation behind this what will she gain out of this? Because she always does something to gain something. So, but she'll definitely do something to sabotage. Yeah. Shit. So, and she has this thing about getting everybody to believe. She's her, very so. determined to get to Alpha and Centauri as well. So, yeah. um, so I think there's some theories onto that as well. But it's all up in the air, and I de- I'm I'm calling it right now. Judy's biological father is alive on that ship. Oh yeah, Defo. He's Defo alive. <laughs> they didn't they didn't mention his name twice. And, and make a dad and episode. Make a dad episode for her dad not to her biological dad not to try and butt in that beautiful relationship. But it'll be interesting to see how Judy handles that yeah. because it'll be a big emotional time, especially for mm. Judy. Will and Penny not so much, but for Judy because it's an actual yeah. father figure. Well, they'll be there to support her, I think. But it'll be a big step for her. Yeah. So yeah, that's it. And Judy's got a fun fact that she told me earlier. Um, I've got a couple fun facts. Oh. So um. Obviously, this is a revamp from the old series Lost in Space years and Donkey years ago. Um, obviously, they changed a lot with the casting. There was only 
four family members. Judy's not even including that was. They've uh-huh. added a bit of a modern twist onto that. And um, Dr. Smith in the old series is a guy, not mm-hmm. a female, which is cool as well. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was just, it's just little knickknacks. It's just, um, it's not really like necessarily fun facts, but it's just fun to see how they change with the ships and technology. Like back then they were big on recycling a lot of the spaceships. So the Enterprise and Jupiter were the same ship. Oh my god, really? Um, but when they came to vamping up for the Jupiter 2, um, it cost them more to uh, vamp that up and do that. I just thought it was cool, yeah. like, oldie facts as well. To make it unique. Alright, so a couple of facts is as well. The new cast for the Lost in Space series, none of them have any sci-fi experience, which I think is absolutely hysterical. Even though they do such a good job. Yeah, um... The actor, I want to call her Maggie Smith's son, but his name's not Maggie Smith's son. No, is it? Yeah, Maggie. Yeah, everyone knows <clears throat> Maggie's nice name, no. but yeah. But everyone knows Maggie Smith, the right? The actor that plays um, John is like, Maggie Smith's yeah, son. Yeah, I can't, I'm, it's going to really drive me mad. Someone's going to have to look it up what the fuck this actress yeah. name is and give him credit. But um, Maggie Smith, because she's one of my favourite actresses, good banging job with your boy. Um, he's always loved sci-fi, never opportunity to do it, and yeah. was really buzzing to do this. But none of the other cast members ever had to do it. Um, no one's ever watched Star Trek, which I thought was a fun thing to do because a Lost in Space apparently as well was a parallel to Star Trek when it was written in. Yeah, they were written during the same time. Yeah, which I thought was really cool. But um, the writer for the comics had hinted saying that there was actual potential because of the way Star Trek ran, yeah. that with time travel and space that Aww. they could actually yeah, meet, meet in <laughs> the universe. Which he I loves was, those. Yeah. He loves a crossover. So I think that's really cool as well. They never actually did it, but I think it's a cool concept. Yeah. And then I think it's... Is it Maxwell Jenkins? Mm. So Maxwell Jenkins, who plays Will in the series... I just... This is really random. So not based on the TV show whatsoever. But he was, like, raised in a circus. I just thought it was really cool. Like, his parents were circus folk and found, like, a Chicago circus back in the day. Mm. And he used to perform when he was a toddler. I just think it's really cool. You can kind of tell us something a bit quirky yeah, about the boy. he's a circus so, boy. Yeah, I, thought it was, I don't do, know. Yeah, do, 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 do. it's crazy. Circuses are still a thing, guys. The robot as well is real. Um, they're actually acting with a machine yeah. there. Which I, I think is really good considering it's a lot It's very of, apparent and it's um, very a good choice. I think because a lot of people base on things with CGI, you know, to have someone yeah. walk around. And I think having the robot really gives people the actors yeah, as well. There's something for them to bump into and shake and hold act on to. and look yeah. up, they're not pretending. So I think that really has a big yeah, effect on how the it. show works as well. And you all love that sweet little robot boy. Aww, <laughs> I love that boy. I love that robot. Um, um, the only other, it's not really a fun fact, Lost in Space back in the day got cancelled. No one really knew why though. There was actually no legitimate reason as to why. Hmm. The only thing was is the show, because years went on, got more expensive and they couldn't fund it. Obviously in the time period that it was getting popular mm. to continue what they were doing. I so guess he was told canceled. to make a priority between Star yeah. Trek and so I just, I just thought that was uh, kind of a cool concept well I kind of hope they don't cancel it on here because I think what they've done especially when I've just I mean I've not watched the old um, Lost in Space series but I think at this day and age they've taken a real good modern twist like in this series they made it that the people are a bit more into the future but not too much like any other one everyone's mm-hmm. really really advanced which I think is really cool you've got Judy who is beautiful but she is half cast so her mom was with somebody who was of colour yeah it's just modern Judy, but it's a bit more of a postmodern story which you know what when you think about it in the future I mean we're in the future now guys and it's already happening but it would just, it just it's not like properly done this when is you done watch properly, a lot of other yeah. sci-fi things what I find really really funny it's just white people doing white shit and it's just like and you're 
space, you, well, you got a anyone. Lot of, a lot of people are interacting with aliens. Like, there's supposed to be, like, people reproducing with other type of different species. Like, I just don't get why. Yeah. Colour's still a thing in yeah. our day and age of shows. And I really think they really pushed that in there with this. Yeah. And I appreciate, like, that. the guy who plays... Oh, what's his name? He helps the family out. Don. Don. He's Hispanic. Like, it's just... It's yeah. things like that that I think are really good. And he's, like, practically part of the family at this point as well. Yeah, it's, like, it's a weird just... Uncle I think almost. they really took a good modern yeah. twist onto things and I kind of appreciate... You got the... Mo- no. Again, usually have the dad who's more of the lead of the family. Yeah. Maureen's, Maureen's the in charge. The <laughs> and the thing is, the dad there, John, says the same thing. Like, so I'm not yeah, the captain. Talk to she mom. Is, talk yeah. to mom. It's not she me. she engineered the ships. She engineered everything yeah, else Yeah, she's out. in charge. She so knows what's up. it's... It's a good but it's not necessarily for... like John is useless. He's like useful in like a survival sense because he was a, a Navy SEAL and he could help out when they were on the planet. But in space, it's Maureen's territory. Yeah. You know, so they like it kind of lean into each other on their both their yeah. skill sets. So, yeah, it's just a good show. And those are our fun facts. So let's go into a writing for the second season. Um, would you give it red being the best and purple red. being the worst? Red. We're just red. Yeah, just red. we give it red. It's really good. It's just wholesome content as well. You know, like, it's just... I love... Nowadays, I do have anxiety watching shows wondering when a sex scene's gonna pop up. And you just think, for fuck's sake, I was Why? just enjoying this. And, like, sometimes you don't mind it when you're alone and it's pretty steamy and you're like, ooh, nice, ooh, sick. And then sometimes when you're just in the middle of the day and you don't know when the mailman's gonna pop up and next thing you know, there's humping on screen and there's a lot of moanings and you're like, I'm sorry, mailman. You can't give me my package right now. I gotta press pause. So you don't have to listen to this. It's just, it's just sometimes it's too difficult for me. And this is just the perfect show, in my opinion. And they don't, they don't dumb it down for kids at all. Like, they just make it inclusive for families. Because it's a family show about families. Which I think is very important. It's not like, and they're not trying to make it like, oh, this is a show about families, but kids can't watch it. Like, it's just like, that's kind of why I like shows like this a lot. Because the, everyone can watch it. In well, it's just it's too much, it's too much sex and like and like I said, I don't mind it if it's like late time TV and it's just you and your boy or your oh. girl and you're just like mm, let's put some let's put some sexy Witcher on, shall we? And you're like, oh, yeah, Witcher. who knows what we're gonna see? <laughs> um, might be a tip, might be a dick. Who Actually, knows? Actually, there wasn't as much sex in Witcher. As I, I know, which was also beautiful, but we can't talk about that no, right now. Sorry, guys. Um, but um. But yeah, I think what Netflix is doing, I think, is really great, and that's not making content focused on sex and, like, making people, like, fall for that shit, because sometimes sex doesn't always sell, and it doesn't make a good goddamn TV show. It makes a fucking porno at the end of the day. Boom! We're done. Have a colorful morning moon, or moon, (laughs) noon, or night. Bye. Shazam. We're going out like that.